It's your hometown morning show with Dave and Doreen on 96.5 WKLH. Good morning. Thank you for making the morning KLH part of your morning. We really appreciate that. Dave and Doreen along with Marcus. And if you're a listener, you know 2023 has been a year of discovery for Doreen. She's trying something new and different, averaging at least one thing a day over this entire year. And here we are in the 12th month of the year now. And it continues. And frankly, I know what you did yesterday, and I'm a little jealous. It's something I've always wanted to try because I absolutely love dogs. I was a dog groomer for a day. I learned how to groom a dog. So uh, a listener, Tina, reached out to me and she said, I own a dog grooming business in Brookfield. Would you like to come and groom a dog? I said, yes, I would love to come and groom a dog because I have the type of dog that needs to be groomed and I take her and it's costly. And I thought if I could learn a few tricks that maybe I could prolong her, you know, visits or the time between her visits um, at the groomer. So I went and uh, the client, which I didn't get the client's name and I wish I would have, were so great kind I should say gracious to loan me their dog for the day because they have two standard poodles and they brought one in they normally bring them in together they brought one in earlier and then she got groomed and then Tina closed it's called Moan Sherry she closed the the store and they brought the other dog in so I could so groom the, her. the dog owner knew you were going to be yes. grooming she had to get permission yeah you know just and the sure. and, and the owners were great about it they said yes it would be fine um, and so the Tina picked this dog, Rosie, the standard poodle, because of her demeanor. Super calm, very uh, well-trained, listened well, understood the commands and stuff to make it a little easier for me. You know, didn't need a muzzle or anything, you know, right. just, but I did learn some tricks on how to, um, you know, like hold the, the mush, I call it, the dog's mouth and, and you mm-hmm. know, area so that they don't if they're confused at what you're doing. Um, so I learned a few of those things, but I, I got down and dirty. I mean, I the dog was in the bathtub. I washed and rinsed and conditioned the dog. Mm-hmm. And she had this really cool bath system, which would be great to have in a home if you, you know, you yeah. couldn't afford it. But it had this hose system where the, the water and the soap came out at the same time. Or, and then, oh, so neat. we did that. And then you rinse the dog so you could turn that off and just use water. And then there was conditioner. So we conditioned the dog because Rosie got spoiled and got the package with the conditioner. Nice. And uh, so after that, then we blow dry. And this blow dryer is two horsepowers. It's like a leaf blower on crack. I mean, it's just, it's hot air that we dried this giant standard poodle in 15 minutes. Like it was crazy, like bone dry. Okay. So I have to ask this and anybody that's a dog owner knows, Mm -hmm. like we give... Lucy, we, we've, we've had dogs forever. Mm-hmm. We give our current dog, Lucy, a bath fairly frequently. But the one thing that we take her, we always take her to a groomer because she's a schnauzer and mm-hmm. she needs groomed. Yeah. Did you have to do the uh Nope. Anal I know glance? it's no, I did okay. not. Yeah. No. Some dogs need it done, some dogs don't. Okay. Uh, this dog didn't need that. That's the one thing I would yeah. not do. Yeah. That's the one thing. <laughs> and as And as a dog owner, you always know, like, if you see them dragging their butt oh, on the yeah. ground, or they're, it's like, okay, uh, she needs to go get groomed because I'm not doing that. Well, and, and, and Tina did a few things before I got there, too, to make it a little bit easier. She trimmed the nails, and the, um, the standard poodle, they shave the, the paws, like where the nails are, like shave that, and that's kind of a sensitive 
thing. Mm. I didn't even want. And so she let me pretty much do everything as far as the shaving and then cutting. And this is a standard poodle, so it has a poodle cut. So, you know, the head is poofy and the ears are long and then the tail was poofy. She cut the head. I attempted to, but I mean, you know, these owners were great to let me Right. You Be didn't there. want them to show up but and I, have the dog with this bizarre haircut. Yes. And she said that there were certain things that I did that she was like, I could fix it if there's something over here. Like if you shave, mm-hmm. you know, a, right. a wrong spot or something so she could fix it. But then she's like the head. Eh. So that was fine. But she did let me do the tail, the poofy tail, which I was like, oh, it was so Okay. Cute. See, the thing, well, obviously she's a professional. Yeah. And if you do this for a living, you know. But did they have like a chart to follow along? Oh, there it is. Okay. I will post these pictures up. No, she's been doing it for 29 years and she has a system. Okay. You know, and but she you just understand knows. what I'm saying. Like if you know what a standard poodle is supposed to look oh, like yeah, well. versus like just taking a guess at, okay, I think it's supposed to be this. Well, no. And you know, when you go to school to do this, you have to, right? you know, just like if you're going to cut people's hair, you have right. to try all different things and stuff. And then she's worked at several other places before she opened her own place. And she said, you know, it's really great to do that because everywhere you go, you learn something new. Like someone doesn't tell you this at school and then you learn it at your first job or sure. people have tricks and stuff. But when it came to the scissoring part of it, which was the fine tuning of the dog, like to, she was right-handed like I am. So I had the scissors in my hand and she was showing me and she had her hand like upside down and around and in circles, like trying to get into the little parts of the dog. Like dogs have underarms, they have armpits, like actual, which, you know, I know that yeah. their arms connect like ours do or their paws, but like there was an actual area in that you there. you had to go in and... yeah. It was it was very interesting and Rosie turned out beautiful and she was a great dog and I I don't have a future I don't think in dog grooming like being on she does anywhere from 4 to 7 to 8 dogs a day depending on the size the little ones she can do more obviously uh, but on your feet all day like that I just don't know that I could That's hard work. That I could do it absolutely. I mean she earns those groomers earn every penny of whatever you pay. So I have a whole new respect now for the mm-hmm. groomer too. And I'm not very picky when I take my dog in either, but I did learn a few things that I could ask for now that might, you know, make her more what I mm-hmm. want her to look like when she comes out okay. of the groomers. But it was fun. So you can see it. I'll be putting these up at, at on Instagram at D-O-R-E-N-E 965 WKLH if you want to follow me. Any um, of these tricks you want to try on Jim at home? <laughs> no. I mean, I'm sure he would appreciate a good shampoo and condition. Probably, but you know what? I no, Mm-mm. no. Definitely I'll stick to the puppies. Definitely not trimming up the underarm hair. No, that's not part of it. No, no not the at dog all. any day, but no. Uh, so it was it was a lot of fun. So I'm still taking suggestions, and if you have emailed me your suggestion, I'm trying to get back to you before the end of the year. I'm really trying because. I'm I'm going to end up continuing this into 2024 because there are so many things that I won't be able to get to. Some of the things well, I missed out. Well, that's exciting news. That's yeah. good news. I mean, I don't know what I'll do every day. Right. I get it. But I would at least like to knock off the other hundred things that right. I haven't gotten to. So, yeah. Doreen discovers. If you want to email us too, mornings at WKLH.com. And speaking of dogs, Nate Bargatze. I've been to a dog bakery. I've been to a dog bakery in my life. And this wasn't in, you know, Beverly Hills or like Miami or something. You feel like they would have something like that. And this was in Mount Juliet, Tennessee. 
And if you don't know where Mount Juliet is, it's fine. But I bet you can tell that doesn't sound like a town you would drive through going, I bet they have a pretty good dog bakery here. Uh, I went in there, and no one was in there. The lady was looking at me like, are you here to buy this store for me? That was her only hope. I talked to her. She had some time on her hand, excited to talk. And uh, she said her and her husband bought the store for their 27-year-old daughter who graduated from college with a degree and came out of college and said, I want to own a dog bakery. I want to make cakes for dogs. Which if I asked my six-year-old what she wants to do when she grows up, I think she'll tell me she wants to make cakes for dogs. And I'm going to tell her that she can do whatever she wants to do, hoping she doesn't turn 27 and go, let's talk about those cakes for those dogs. And maybe they're usually busy. Maybe I was on there on a slow dog birthday day. I don't know. All right? She told me everything was organic, and I was like, that's good. That's what I like to hear. All right? This is for that dog that's outside licking gum off the sidewalk right now. And if anybody deserves organic food in our house, it's not this little girl. I'm not going to waste it on her. It's for that dog that's wandered out in the highway because it doesn't know what cars are.